0: This Marketplace podcast is supported by Harvest, painless time tracking for creative professionals and agencies worldwide. Harvest tracks billable hours anywhere, creates invoices in seconds, and builds powerful reports to help keep projects on budget. More at GetHarvest.com. And by Covester, the online marketplace for investing. Want to own the same stocks your money manager purchases for their personal portfolio? At Covester, you can. covester.com Online easy human help. Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California.
1: Coming up on the broadcast today, the corporate side of storm recovery. Subways and rising sea levels. And some music to do your politics by. We've got a studio session with The National straight ahead. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace.
0: This podcast is supported by American Express Bank FSB, offering high-yield savings accounts designed with convenient features to help reach savings goals. To learn more or open an account online, visit personalsavings.com slash savings. Member FDIC.
1: From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Risdahl. This is the Marketplace Podcast for Thursday, the 1st of November. Glad to have you with us. Natural disasters do tend to bring out the good in people, don't you think? Neighbors helping neighbors, everybody pitching in, that kind of thing. May well turn out to be true of companies, too. AT&T and T-Mobile have a new thing going on in New York and New Jersey. No roaming fees if you're a customer of one using the network of the other. Companies helping companies, helping consumers, sure, and some pretty good publicity, too. Marketplace's David Gura gets us going. AT&T and T-Mobile
2: have played nice before. They'd planned to merge, but the Fed shot down that deal last year on competitive grounds just like that a wireless rivalry was reborn hi i'm a t-mobile my Touch 4g and i'm an iphone 4 so iphone where's your shirt oh yeah i had to give it to at&t here for my data plan analyst john burns says this kind of post sandy cooperation may look good but it's also necessary sandy strained both networks by knocking out cell phone towers across the mid-atlantic
1: you have both a supply issue where there's not enough power and a demand issue where people are using their phones more than they normally would.
2: Burns says this is the first time he's seen wireless carriers collaborate after a natural disaster, and it's also rare in other sectors. Kelly McElhaney teaches at the Haas School of Business at Berkeley. She's also a consultant to companies on corporate responsibility issues. Individuals, companies, certainly CEOs, are trained to beat one another up in the marketplace. It's a dogfight. But in the aftermath of disasters, McElhaney says, that can change. We certainly saw it after nine eleven or the earthquake in Haiti, where you had technology companies coming together. Working on software and infrastructure. But how long can corporate rivals like AT&T and T-Mobile sing kumbaya? Peter Cohen is a management consultant.
1: Once the disaster's over, they'll part ways, but it, it seems like it's going to be months before they get all this stuff fixed.
2: The FCC estimates a quarter of the cell phone towers in the state Sandy hit hardest are out of commission. In Washington, I'm David Gura for Marketplace.
1: All right, so here's an actual neighbor-helping-neighbor story. Since Sandy left big chunks of New York in the darkness, we brought you tales of people on the move in search of a power outlet or dealing with hellish commutes to work. But consider those New Yorkers who are stuck, the elderly in particular, who live in high-rises without power, no lights, no electric stoves, no elevators to get out. It's a big problem, and today the city stepped up efforts to get food and water to those most in need. Nonprofits are scrambling as well to make sure the elderly have something to eat. Marketplace's Mark Garrison went along for the ride, or to be more precise, the steep and very dark walk.
2: So we have one client that's in need of meals right now.
3: At City Meals on Wheels in Manhattan, volunteers Emily Rosansky and Eric Blumenfeld are getting their assignment from a staffer who shows them what's in the eight-pound boxes they'll be hauling
2: tuna, crackers, applesauce, and we are also putting water. Uh, Their
3: first delivery is on the 25th floor. They're taking the stairs. Out on the street, we cross into the powerless part of Manhattan. The walk to the building isn't far, but we're all thinking about the walk up.
0: Right now, it seems like the tallest building I've ever seen, which is not true, but it's just because I know I'm going to walk up it, <laughs> it feels, feels intense.
3: City Meals, good afternoon. Can I help you? And it's intense back at City Meals on Wheels, where they're making thousands more deliveries than normal. Executive Director Beth Shapiro says broken elevators make their job feeding homebound elderly even tougher. We are seeing challenges that we've really not seen in years and years.